Yes, good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, August 16. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a very good morning to you wherever and however you're listening. Big week we've got coming up. Thursday night, we've got a grand final rematch between Penrith and the Bunnies. Also, Group 1 Racing. At Royal Randwick on Sunday, the Wink Stakes, and uh, you've got to, well, up to nine Group 1 winners nommed, including last year's winner, Mawanga. Uh, Enemo's the $2.50 favourite in the all-in market as it stands, so uh, really ramping up the racing towards spring as we get to a Group 1 meeting at Randwick this weekend, Loza, which uh, really looking forward to when you see these good horses back. I think that's what we all like, you know, this time of year where we know that the big horses or the, uh, the best horses are starting to... To make a return, and you mentioned some of those horses in the Wink Stakes this weekend. So it looks as though we're going to have a fine track out there at Randwick as well. Um, you know, NMO and Moanga and all these good horses starting to make a, a massive return. So we're in for a terrific spring. And I see that uh, Les Bridge in the paper today is talking about the Everest being a two-horse yeah. race. Gone early, Les. He's gone he's very early. Nature Strip and Classique legend. So, I mean, that's a, a race we're all looking forward to. Uh, obviously, Nature Strip is the, the favourite, given what it did over in Royal Ascot. But uh, Classique legend sitting there on the third line of betting. Well, second line of betting, actually. Uh, along with Marzu and Classic Legend and Eduardo on $8. So $2.80 favourite Nature Strip, but there's some good horses that uh, will be locked in for that race and looking forward to the spring starting. Clarky, morning to you, mate. Uh, another uh, club we didn't really discuss yesterday has been in the news a lot in the time you were away with the Newcastle Knights. Mm. Dave Clemmer had an altercation with Hayden Knowles, the trainer, and, <coughs> excuse me, but he, uh, he missed a week and now... And Caelan Ponger's in the news with this video emerging yesterday of Ponger and Kurt Mann leaving a toilet cubicle. Uh, now, there's no suggestion that anything other than the fact they were drinking while injured or Ponger's got concussion and, and Mann a quad injury. Mm. Uh, so uh, the Knights are investigating. Yeah, morning, boys. Morning to our listeners. Um, yeah, well, I, I think, for starters, a lot of people will be will be disappointed that um, that Pong is out injured and he's out drinking. I, I, again, I think we, we've had this conversation a million times about a million different athletes. It's just the perception of it isn't fantastic, um, particularly being a senior player and a leader at that club. So I think there's going to be a few Knights fans already uh, disappointed um, with Ponga. Um, and then, yeah, obviously they're looking at, you know, what are, they, what are two guys doing in a, in a cubicle together? Um, I think his father come out and said uh, he was sick and Kurt Mann was there to, I'm assuming, rub his back or pull his hair out of his eyes. I, I, don't, I don't really know, but yeah, it seems like this thing's not going to, it's not just going to fade away. I think Newcastle will look into it and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's another distraction for the Knights and, and certainly for their coach who's under, been under enormous pressure pretty much the whole season. The Knights have had a number of injuries again, like last year, and their performances are, are nowhere near where they need to be. So that always adds fuel to the fire as well. But yeah, it's um, it's not a good look from from Ponga. Um, and, and in the same breath, like the footage that I saw, <laughs> that's a massive setup as well. Like as I don't know, was it the security or the owner of the pub, whoever it was that asked them to leave the bathroom. Mm, Coincidentally, there's someone standing there with a mobile phone 
videoing it. Mm. You know, e- even that to me, I I hate that stuff. That stuff is just out of control, and I'd like to know who that person was. I'd like I'd like that person's name to be you know, front and centre on the front page and let's just follow their life around and see what they're up to today at work and, um, you know, video their life. I'm sure it's not rainbows and butterflies and they're doing the right thing all the time as well. So, I, you know, on one hand, uh, I, I know there's never an excuse as the athlete. You're in the spotlight and people want to know what you're doing um, and you know everyone's got a mobile phone and there's a camera, but whoever films that hmm. is a disgrace in my opinion. Loz Ponga revealed over the weekend he won't be back this year, uh, at least for the night. So a lot of question marks now. Well, he's the club captain, so his captaincy will be called into question after this, considering uh, you know he's obviously battling the concussion situation, wants to be available for the World Cup. Apparently, I wonder how Mal Meninga will look at all this, but uh, I wonder what sort of... Well, the club is investigating, but uh, what sort of repercussions he could be facing for this? Because it's just, it's an optics thing, isn't it? No, it's, a, it's not a good look at all, Mido. You know, your club's playing on the Saturday night, you're getting beaten up by the Brisbane Broncos and you're out celebrating with a teammate in a cubicle. Um, there's a couple of things. Obviously, one, they shouldn't have been drinking while they were injured. Um, and if they were going to do that, they should have stayed at home and done it rather than being out and about. Um, and the other one is, Kalen suffered some serious head knocks over the last month or so. Um, and I, I don't know whether it's in his best interest to be drinking on top of the concussions that he sustained. Um, and the other one is that the Knights have invested in him long term and they trust him to be the leader and the setter of, of standards. Um, and he's not delivering on that promise. We know he has as a, a player. Every time he plays for Coyzet, he plays well. He hasn't delivered for, for Newcastle, and there's been a number of reasons probably why. You know, he hasn't played a lot of footy for Newcastle over the last two years. He's had injuries and concussions, but, um, you know, I don't know whether he was the right person to actually be given the captaincy role right from the start. I don't know whether he enjoys captaincy. I'm unsure, but it's something that when you take on that role as being captain, there's a lot of responsibilities that come with it. And as a young man, he's probably not ready for it at, 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 well, at the moment. But, uh, you know, for me, it's all about, Kalen doing the right thing, million-dollar player, setting the standard at a footy club. He hasn't delivered on that. And the Knights, if they take the captaincy off him, it's probably a good decision. This is one of those ones that you can't win by sticking up for the player. No no matter what we sit here and say. Like, for me, and I'll get smashed for this. I don't see it as that big a thing. Like, it, he hasn't he hasn't hurt anybody else. He's only hurt himself by what he's done. But this is one of those situations you, you cannot stick up for the player. You know, even if, like I say, oh, I don't think it's that big a thing. But unfortunately for Pong, it's the perception. It's the look of it. It's the team's not playing well. He's their captain. He's their best player. He's out injured. As Loz said, you know, that whole should he, shouldn't he be drinking alcohol. Like, it's just... Unfortunately for Ponga, I think this is just going to be one of those examples where put your hand up, cop your punishment, apologise to your fans, and move forward as quickly as you can. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I could sit here and 
give you a thousand worse examples of what players are doing every single day in all different sports, and yet they get away with it. Yet, unfortunately, I'm wasting my breath. It just exacerbates everything that's going wrong with the Knights, this, because like, I had a couple of messages from mates, Newcastle yeah. mates that I know last night. The, the big issue they've got with Caelan Ponga, and, you know, a fair bit of it's not, not his own, in fact, it's not his own fault, is his availability, number one. When they're paying X amount for that player and they're not getting him available enough of the time. Well, I think he played 15 games last year, 14 games this yeah. season, or the other way around, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. So this on so, top of so that. So this on top of that. But again, it's just a perception. Your yeah. team's up there getting beaten by the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah. You're being ruled out for the season with concussion. Your teammate's with you who's recovering from an injury. You shouldn't be out drinking. Yeah. And the perception is you don't care. You don't care about the footy club, yet you're on a million dollars a season. You're the leader of that club. I, I don't know whether Kalen's the right person to be a leader for that club. You'd mm. have to ask him and ask the Newcastle um, players and, and the administration um, whether he wants that role and truly knows what leadership is. Um, but when you're paying him that amount of money to be a leader he's the one that has to set the standards. Yeah. And unfortunately, the standard of being out on the drink when your team's playing and you've been ruled out for the rest of the season, it's just not, not a good look. So it's just not a, not a good yeah. look. And then when you leave the cubicle, you're coming out with your glass. I, I don't know. For, for me, Newcastle will investigate it. I don't know what decision they will come up with. But they need to sit down with Caelan and say, mate, we're investing in you. We believe that you can take us to a grand final and win a competition. We've got loyal supporters up here who expect a lot, and we're not seeing that. And our standards at the moment are substandard. The other issue Knights fans have with Caelan Ponga is the fact he comes out in Origin 3's man of the match. Oh, he's a freak when he plays for Queensland. that's, That's the biggest problem, I reckon. Everyone gets to see how good he is how talented he is, and that creates expectation. The Knights fans, and rightly so, when you pay that sort of cash, you you want to see the best in the in the athlete as regularly as possible. Particularly when you make him captain. And then add leadership. But even again, like, the fight that went down for Newcastle to try and keep yeah. Ponga, you know, that's why the fans, like, there would have been, you know, call it 50% of the fans that would say, he's not worth the money, let him go. Knights fight, keep him. So those fans say, rightio, we're going to back the the board and and the knights and and stay and you know stick with Ponga. And then you know he makes an error in judgment like this. So yeah, I, again, there's a, I think there's a lot worse happening in all sports. But I also get that you know when you're a leader of a team, there's huge expectation. And unfortunately for Ponga. And it probably makes it worse that he's with another injured player as well. Mm. It's nearly like you're... Dragging him along. Yeah, like you're taking the youngster with you. You're the captain. You should be going the other way saying, mate, you probably shouldn't be out drinking. But, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I think from Ponga's perspective, mate, whatever whatever punishment you get, eat it. And it's long-term health as well. You just don't know the ramifications of suffering these head knocks in the short space of time. And to be out drinking, I'm sure the doctors would have told him um, you know, to stay away from alcohol at least for a number of weeks uh, to get yourself right. Um, so I, I, I don't know what the long-term effect that will have on him. But for me, again, if, if he wanted to have a drink, stay at home and have a drink. 
no one knows. But to be out in the public and do it and then, you know, to get yourself into that state, it's just, it's very, very bad look. And you're the captain. You're on a million bucks a year. You've got an injured player with you. You're the leader. And it's basically like you're encouraging him to come along. Now, I think we've all made mistakes in the past. And I'm sure I would have done it. Well, I did do it when I was playing football. But times have changed. The expectations have changed. Um, it's a professional sport. Um, you know, and as a leader, he should have known better. Gee, it's a blow-up, this grand final venue situation. Still not locked in uh, a matter of weeks away from the grand final and the front page of the Daily Telegraph. What a grand farce. Ham-fisted stadium leak blows up in Dom's face. So uh, the commission has a meeting today and no doubt the grand final venue will be front and centre. There's still, uh, you know, let's face it, a blow-up between the NRL and the state government over the stadium deals and therefore the grand finals being uh, held up or at least the announcement of the grand final venues being held up. There was a report on Seven last night that uh, it would be staying in Sydney and uh, Peter Volandis, the ARL Commission Chairman, said there hasn't been a decision made yet so the Commission will meet today. But uh, I think we've said all along, ANZ or a core stadium now, 82,000, Suncorp 52,000 was in Queensland last year. I think it'll end up in Sydney. Some concessions might be made in regards to stadium deals, Loz, but uh, gee, I'll tell you what, they'd be uh, pretty feisty meetings, those ones at the moment. I reckon they would be, you know. There's probably two things that the Commission are looking at. One is the financial aspect of taking the game away from Sydney, uh, but also you know, them in discussions with the government holding up their side of the agreement. Um, we know that the New South Wales government have backed down or reneged on th- their agreements to upgrade suburban stadiums. Um, and, I, I, you know, we, we know that Peter Volandis and the Commission aren't happy with that. But I, I think it just comes down to pure finances and you know, making sure that the best decision is made in the best interest of the, the game and what the game can obviously get out of the government as well because they're, they're not happy. I, I think a lot of clubs were relying on this government grant uh, that was going to set up their centre of excellences and improve their home venues and all sorts of things for you know, community asset. So, you know, we'll see what comes from that commission meeting today, but you know, he wasn't happy with it being leaked by the sounds of things, mm. if in fact it is going to be in Sydney. Mm. On the back page of the telly, well, we've just spoken about it. The house party's over. Here's the headline there. Captaincy crisis. And uh, the story in regards to the video that emerged with Caelan Ponger and Kurt Mann walking out of a bathroom cubicle together on Saturday evening there in Newcastle. Yeah, you know, on this one, so again, <laughs> there's, there's, there wouldn't be too many people on the planet that don't think there was something more going on in that bathroom. So tell me how it works in and around out-of-competition drug testing. Even if there's the, you know, this perception, why doesn't, is it Asada or WADA? I don't know who it is in rugby league. Why don't they just, why can't you walk in and drug test them now? That might be one for Denny Weidler later this morning. I'm Mm. not sure. Well, Well, the Players Association... And the NRL would have come to some sort of agreement in Whether that regard. Whether you can or can't do that. Yes. Okay. But so to me, I'm it seems sure like, like we've had a number of a number of instances, you know, since I've been on this show, where to me, 
it actually, you don't even need to ask the player. If there's any, and, and I'm just, I'm not using this as the only example. If there's mm. any doubt at any stage, why can't, you know, I remember, I'm I don't sure know when they... I was playing for Australia, Cricket Australia mm. organised their own drug test as well. Mm. So we did have ICC yeah. or we did have a WADA or ASADA, sorry, but then Cricket Australia also had the, the right to just randomly drug test you as well. Yeah, I, I know that clubs... Uh can do their own personal drug testing mm. and they don't have to release the results. Mm. You know, but there's other testing. Mate, even that... hair testing, I think, it, like, if you take something, if you take, um, yeah. I don't know if it's performance enhancing or social drugs, it with mm. hair testing, it they can trace back up to six months. Six months, yeah. Well, well, I, don't I, wouldn't... well I don't know whether, well, I'm assuming. Well, because that, does that, I would imagine that makes this different. If we're saying Kalen Ponga uh, yeah. has done drugs or hasn't yeah. done drugs, Look, surely I, the situation's different yeah. then. I, I don't know what the agree- uh, collective bargaining agreement is mm. with the Players Association, the NRL. They would have some arrangement there In where place. you yeah, could okay. have. Ta- you, you might be able to target test someone. Yeah, okay. But but then again, that you mightn't mm. have the opportunity to target test. You've got to go to the club. You've got to set up your your, your, your drug testing mm. then and call out ten players yeah. randomly. Mm, I, yeah, okay. I, 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 I just don't is. know. And I think that's how they used to do it. Certainly when I played, mm. they would arrive en masse yep. at the ground and then they everyone's name would be in a hat and then they go, bang, pull out the names. They wouldn't come and just go, right, we want to test you, we want to test you. Yeah. It would all be done randomly. randomly. Mm. And on the back page of the Herald, Ponga toilet incident to put tests on NRL radar. And this story talking about, well, potentially bringing hair follicle testing into the game. Again, that's something that would have to be worked yeah. out between the Players Association and the NRL. But uh, again, there's no suggestion, though, at this stage uh, that uh, Caelan Ponger and Kurt Mann were engaging in, in that activity and the Knights are investigating. Hmm. Uh, but uh, at the moment, all we know is they were found in a cu- toilet cubicle together and were told to get out. So by security there in Newcastle on Saturday night. Now on the uh, back page of both papers as well, no rest for star Rabideau, Mitchell okay on the telly, the Herald. Uh, in fact, sorry, the Australian, not 100%, but Latrell set to play. So he didn't finish training yesterday. A big game, of course, Thursday night at a core stadium, Bunnies and Panthers. He left Redfern with ice on his groin. Bunnies have won six of their last seven. They're now going for a top four spot. They're favourites for this game loss. Dollar sixty-five. Penrith two twenty-five. Uh, long time since Penrith have been underdogs for a game. It feels like so. round one. Okay, round one was the last time it. they were underdogs for a game, and they played manly, and it was off the back of just having Nathan Cleary missing, and they started underdogs. And Tommy T was. Obviously, Playing in red hot form yeah. last year, so uh, Manly started favourites in that game, and they haven't started as an underdog uh, all season since round one. So uh, they come into this game off the back of a loss to Melbourne last weekend. Look, South, I'd be taking no risk with Latrell Mitchell. I mean, he's important to them, and more than likely they're going to finish outside the top four. I know they're still pressing for a top four position, but if he's in any doubt whatsoever, I think you rest him. You get his body in the best possible shape in the lead-in or the run into the finals. Um, you know, they, they win a couple of games, one game, they, they play finals. I wouldn't be taking a risk with Luttrell. I know he's got a tight groin at the moment. But again, 
their physios will look at him. I don't think they'll risk him if, if, if he's not 100% fit. Um, but they'll need him if they're to beat Penrith. Penrith are under strength, we know that. But if Latrell plays, I think they get the job done.